pills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your hands up Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the first official episode of the sixth season of Bills and Beers. We're coming at you from the halftime of the first preseason game, the Hall of Fame game. Buffalo Bills for the New York Giants. I'm Lars. We're here in the abode of the lovely Miss Cassie Ozark. Cassie what? Cassie Hutton. Cassie Hutton. Well, you can speak into your own phone oh, now. We're I doing something different now. Yeah. I'm speaking my own phone. Shit. Uh, Microphone. Uh, let's repeat jo- that one more jo- time. Yeah. Uh, we're sitting here in the lovely abode of Miss Cassie Hutton. Hutton. Thank you. Welcome all. Welcome all. Um, and also joining us tonight is the president of the Chicago Bills backers, uh, Sujit is with us as well. What up, girl? And uh, the newly engaged, soon-to-be Bill Belcher, uh, <laughs> Buffalo Bill Nichols is with us as well. Hey, what's shaking, guys? How are you? Uh, it's been a long off-season. A lot has happened in Bills Nation. We've got a lot to talk about, but... Presumably, if you're listening to this podcast, it means you're probably also on message boards. So we're going to keep it nice and tight tonight. We'll go over a couple of quick things mm-hmm. uh, during the halftime here of the Hall of Fame game. Um, but it's the Bills are playing football right now. We've watched our rookie Sammy Watkins do absolutely nothing tonight. Uh, but First we've... points of the season uh, go to the Buffalo Bills. That's right, of the NFL season. And uh, it's a great time to be in Bills Nation, so let's not waste any more time and get right into the Bills talk. TJ Graham still sucks. Got the spirit, a lot of spirit, yeah. We got the spirit, just watch it happen now. So as we said, there's been a lot that's happened in the offseason. Uh, we've, we've got a new change at defensive coordinator. Uh, we've brought in a whole lot of new players, including the ones we drafted. So uh, for the sake of brevity tonight, let's just start and let's c- commit this segment to talking about who we think will have the biggest impact of all of our offseason acquisitions in Buffalo Bill Nichols, the newly engaged. Congratulations once again to you. Thank you very much. And I see my uh, beautiful fiance over here. Carolyn, Carolyn Jane Belcher. Um, so my definitely like I'm very, very, very excited about Brandon Spikes. Okay, and, that's, uh, a, that's an obvious and, one, but I like it. And two reasons: one, because uh, obviously he's going to step up in uh, the fact that Kiko Alonso is injured, uh, and two, that he hates the New England Patriots. I like that. Uh, and so fired up to uh, have someone that can get everyone stoked and, and you know veteran player, uh, great player, and someone who's just going to hit every single person that he sees. Unless we forget, he is absolutely dynamite against the run, which is something we've, which has been sorely lacking in Bills Nation now for the better part of a decade. Absolutely. Suge, let's go over to you now. Who do you think, uh, of all the players that we acquired in the offseason, all the coaches we acquired too, lest we forget, who do you think will have the biggest impact on the team in 2014? So, I, uh, yeah, first of all, if I had my druthers, the first choice would definitely be Brandon Spikes, like Bill said. I think that's just, he's going to be the key to that defense, actually pulling it all together. Because I think there's, when you when a defense plays really well together for the first time, I think that re- even if you change their system and things like that, unless it's not a, unless it's a huge dramatic change, um, I think they learn how to play with each other well. And I think that's the most mm. important thing. So I think that that's going to, I think just moving Jim Schwartz in is not going to be a bad thing. And not to forget that this guy was a great defensive coordinator when he was a defensive coordinator. But the person that I'm actually going to pick, uh, mostly just because I want to say booby, mm. is Anthony Booby Dixon. And it's not purely just because I want to say booby, but I'll say booby again just to say that <laughs> I think what booby adds to the team is the fact that we've always been kind of crappy in the red zone because CJ and Fred are not 
pound it back. Um, you know, Fred is Fred is a power back with a finesse power back, and CJ is a, no. you know a, a, a oft injured yeah oft uh, oft yeah. injured slippery and nothing right. to do with the red and, yeah. and old. You know, like I mean, he's great Freddy. for what he does, but he's got um, wrinkly balls. Yeah, he's got wrinkly balls. But you know, this guy was a specialist in goal line offense. You know, and I think that Frank Summers should have been that and would have been nice if he was but i think it's more than just being huge and running straight forward i think it's a matter of finding those creases and i think that that'll be a huge part of our offense because we didn't score enough even when we got very very close well Cass, let's go over to you we've we've got a pick from the offensive side and a pick from the defensive side i don't know how well you've kept up you seem to be a little too cool for school in the offseason you you go all in once the season begins but have you been following the, the I, team thus far i following a little during during breaks and work when I can get a few minutes to go on. So who do you like in 2014? Who's the new face in the, at, at one Bills drive that's really going to turn things around? So we're the uh, we're the Buffalo Bills, right? And we all know that Williams is usually <laughs> the long name for Bill. So uh, keeping up, adding the Mike Williams to our team. I am I am Great so call. excited that's about him. Call. I think he's going to be huge, and I I predict big things from him so i like one one of one of the greatest interviews that i heard like this offseason was with mike williams on the john murphy show and he was talking about like how he he was comparing himself to some like animal in the ocean (laughs) that like jumps out it's like john murphy's like is this an actual is this an actual thing like because you never heard of this animal before and i forget what the name of it was but the whole point of it as mike williams described me is like it's this animal that just like jumps out of the ocean jumps out of the water and just snags anything that's and, there and any fish that's like jumping this, in the this, air uh, okay if jeff day were here <laughs> yes okay jam and jeff day who was with this podcast at its inception he would tell you that that kind of receiver, the kind of guy who snags the ball out of the air, has been sorely lacking we on the Bills. We, we haven't had We one. haven't had it. Ever. We, mean, yeah. we have not. I mean, the best we had was Donald Jones. And let's face oh, it. Oh, God. Do not. Dude, you do not start out the first podcast of the season by mentioning that man's name. At least say, the, what's the, the guy that went to the Cowboys with the pretty eyes? Uh, uh, Nelson. Nelson. I mean, that's the of the Jets. Yeah. Oh, he, oh no, sorry. It was his girlfriend was a cheerleader. Right. Yes. yes. I follow both of them on Instagram. Well, yeah, Mike <laughs> Williams. So I think that's a great. I think it's a great call, Cassie. I think Mike yeah. Williams is. Uh, everyone's looking at Sammy, 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 Sammy. But Mike Williams is gonna have a. Well, I, I think we saw in here. this Hall of Fame game here they were double teaming Sammy in the first half. They're double teaming Sammy and. Look who's catching all the balls is Mike Williams. Well, so it's my turn to go now, and you guys have basically. I mean, between. Brandon Spikes, which is an obvious one, and the bo- the combination of Booby and, yeah, and Bryce, Bryce Brown. Brown. Yeah. Because I think that as as we mentioned, when uh, Booby in the first half here had that like <laughs> cutback run for about eleven yards straight up the gut. That's what they're looking for. They want a guy who could just pound it up the middle, which is what we don't have in CJ. And mm-hmm. right. you know that's why a lot has been said about him being the odd man out. And then Cass coming with Mike Williams. I don't think enough has been said about what Mike Williams is going to bring to this team, mostly because of how he snags the ball out of the air. And the fact that all we gave up was sixth-round draft pick. Yeah, That's well, we're going awesome. we're, we're to pay Buffalo for him native, next year. Love him. But i, I got to say, since it hasn't been said, it's got to be Sammy Watkins because he he yeah. is another snatch-the-ball-out-of-the-air kind of guy. And, Bill, I know you weren't thrilled with the pick when it happened, <laughs> but but all reports from camp thus far have been that he's a man amongst boys out there. And... I mean, that's that personifies his game that's snatched out of the air. So now EJ has two weapons on the outside 
who he doesn't have to be pinpoint accurate. And a lot of people have said, and I fully agree, that for the Bills to be successful, especially if Jim Schwartz brings a run-stuffing defense to Buffalo, EJ only has to do so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if he's got the confidence in his receivers that he can just throw it up and let them make a play, yeah. and we've got guys like Mike Williams and EJ, excuse me, uh, Sammy Watkins on the outside there, like, again, snatching the ball out of the – and yeah. just playing aggressively. Gives you, gives you some swagger. You know, it, like, it's also so let, though, let Sammy get the swagger, let EJ just make the, you know, I mean, we're, throws. we should be looking at a monster year for Robert Woods, right? Yeah, I mean, with, with those two guys commanding attention and with our run concentrated offense, it, I mean, it's, Robert it's, Woods should be running you know, free out there. If you're bringing down a, a safety because you're going to have to double team both Sammy and Mike Williams, you know, not only does it obviously open up the run, but it also opens up the deep threat with Marquise Goodwin. So, but does this mean we should? Exp- I mean, okay. But let's but let's get real. Run, right? Let's get let's get real for a second because we're talking about we've we've identified our two wideouts, Mike Williams and and Sammy Watkins, as being huge impact players. CJ Spiller has to bring it in 2014, right? I mean, let's let's just yeah. let's just bring it. Let's put it out there in the open. It's, it's been much discussed in Bills Nation, but CJ Spiller ha- has to have a monster year. There is no excuse for him not. To, and he's in a contract year. So if he can't yeah. have a monster year I mean, now, we're, pre- we're preparing for him to not be on the team after next year. I totally agree with with the addition of Bryce Brown and Anthony Dixon. I think that the front office is, is doing their diligence in in preparing for a future that doesn't include C.J. Spiller. But all of the cards are set for him to have a monster year. And what we know about the guy, I mean, we've and I've said this about him all the time. I'm not I'm not on the the cut C.J. Spiller train whatsoever, mostly because. When it comes to potential, there are few players in the NFL who have the kind of potential he has. So should we be looking for, is, is he, by, by proxy, the best off-season acquisition we've gotten because the offense should completely open up for him to completely dominate? Acquisition, as in, as in, like, as I'm saying, like it's everybody else, not an actual acquisition. Yeah. Everybody else we brought in will make his game that much better, and that if anybody is going to have a huge year because of our off offseason acquisitions. Is it not CJ Spiller? And if it isn't him, then we should have no problems cutting ties with him. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know because I, I don't know that. I still don't know that Hackett is going to be playing a spread offense, which I think that CJ flourished in a spread offense. Um, now, if we do start doing that, so that there's more room to run, um, and you know our wide receivers are drawing more attention. Uh, then potentially, I, I think that that could definitely be. But the that's case. the but catch, though, because it, the the attention that guys like Williams and Watkins would both demand, pretty much create the same conditions that a spread offense creates by way of formation. Well, it, but if you're in a two wide receiver set, you can still pack the line. I guess that that's what I mean. As and opposed to like we saw in the first half tonight, they did. They were in an I formation. Yeah. Two wide receiver set with two tight ends, and they went deep to Sammy Watkins. Right. EJ didn't make the throw. It wasn't a bad throw, based on what we've seen last year. But <laughs> but that that is there now. That's a threat. Yeah, yeah no, I, I think that going yeah, being able to go deep. I guess my concern is that CJ. We saw today from that same formation they tried to run CJ. Now, granted, it was one play. Um, right. But you know there was still a ton of traffic in that area. He just doesn't seem to do well when it's a crowded backfield that he has to try and run through. Um, which is why I like the idea of you know just having a four-man front and the linebackers need to be covering three of the four wide receivers that are out there. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I think it purely depends on what our base offensive set is going to be. If it's going to be a lot of 
three, four wide receiver sets, then yeah, I think CJ can do great. Or if they put him out to catch a pass or catch a screen or you know just use him more in a, allow him to get the ball in space. But let's oh, but let's be very clear. Based on the three offensive linemen we've drafted in Richardson, Quindejo, I don't know if I'm saying that right, and Cujo. just call him Cujo. Cujo, okay, I like that. Cujo and uh, Henderson. We're looking for some road graders out there, yeah. some big dudes who are just going to move the line forward so we can run, run, run. And we, we were number one last year in the NFL in rush attempts. We were very yeah. much a run-first team. And the so guys we were that, middle of the pack in rush per average. I, yeah, yeah but, yards per but we carry. beefed up the offensive right. line. Well, and, what benefit is there to be the number one in something and then be a you know, bottom-barrel team? Like, but it, so but, we but might as, as, well. as Suj said, if they can, if they can improve the – Yards per carry. Yards per carry and still carry the ball as much as we did last year. We're looking at a much more dynamic offense, and that's going to open up the outside for Mike Williams mm-hmm. and for Sammy Watkins. Yeah, I think I think teams last year just let us run the ball because it's not like we were doing you know breaking the game with those runs because it was two two yards a carry. Two, and they knew we get in the red zone and not do anything. Right, and and so they said you know fine, kill the clock on your own team or or go three and out because you have two you have three two yard runs you know right. and. So we would keep running, keep running, keep running, and pick up the numbers at the end of the season, but that didn't translate into points. Agreed. Cass, anything to add before we move on to the wild card section? No, I think you guys have covered it all. You're being a very gracious host tonight. You Thank know that, you. right? Yeah. Thank you. What are you looking at? You're just kind of studying the roster there, or what? Yeah, it's taking a little look. Well, you know, when you haven't uh, picked up anything pertaining to the Buffalo Bills since January. Hey, I didn't say I haven't picked up anything. All right. Just, I'm I sorry. I don't, I don't have... You know, it on refresh every 15 seconds. Well, like. some of us do. Some of us do. Okay. It's actually quite frightening a bit to be on a uh, Bills board in the middle of the day and to see the person that Lars's alter ego show up. Like, just like all day. You're just like, how? Some days, some days I, some days I kind of sit back at work and go, ah, all right, it's a Bills message board day. Here we go. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to wild card. Bill, I know this is your uh, your big time to shine here in the, in the wild, wild card. So it is the wild card. It is the wild card uh, portion of the show, which which Bill means one thing. Wild card. Thank you. Um, so it is summer here in Chicago. It's the first weekend in August, which means only one thing. It's the Lollapalooza concert here in Chicago. And uh, I went to Lollapalooza last year. I was a little turned off by the scene. I don't know when the last time you guys went. Bill, you and I went like five years ago, five or six years ago actually now, and we were in the VIP section because your old job. Mm-hmm. That was sweet. It was awesome. Um, but the whole concert, eh, you know, somebody our age is eh, not that sweet. Not that sweet. You got a lot. You got a lot of very interesting characters. Yeah. In these days, of course, because Lala's been running for a while, you got a lot of neon. A lot. You got a lot of crop tops on the girls. A lot of high waisted denim shorts. A lot of tank tops. A lot of tank tops. Yep. A lot of headbands. I actually think the headband is really sexy. The headband okay, on the man or the woman? On the woman. On the woman. No, you don't like that? You know, I got the same reaction from Jackie. I, yeah. I told her to wear one for our wedding. She just was having the high waisted shorts. Do you no, like the headband. Oh. The headband. Do you like hippies too? Yeah, Kim Kardashian wore one for her. Is it good enough for Kim? Good enough for my Jackie, right? Hmm. No? And they're both Armenian. Tell you what, I'd rather have Jackie than Kim Kardashian. I agree there as well. That's why I married Jackie, not Kim Kardashian. <laughs> 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 
Okay, so, uh, but it is Lollapalooza weekend. It's, it's, uh, coming to a close now because it is Sunday night. So the question being for this, this week's wildcard segment and cast, we're going to start with you. If you had to pick anybody on the current Buffalo Bills roster, which, you know, we're at like 85 players right now, so have your pick, to accompany you for a full day of Lollapalooza, who would it be and why? See, that's, that's a tough one. I've got lots of answers. But I have to start off the first podcast of the season by going with my favorite person, <laughs> Eric Wood. All right. Well, you got to justify He's, it now. Oh, are you kidding me? He's going to be wearing like a one-piece overalls, like mm. cut off at the bottom, nice. no shirt underneath. You're probably right. Yeah. Rocking like the the curl fro. Yeah. You know, down in double fisting. He's got some like straw in his yeah. like, mouth or like something. Yeah. He's got like a. The cigar, cigar, whatever. What do you call that? The, yeah, the cigar. The old, I don't no, know the stogie. No, the, the pipe. 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 Thank you. Corn, corn cob pipe. Corn cob pipe. pipe. There it is. Yeah. He's got the corn cob pipe. Nose. You know, he's got a bandana. United so essentially, you're, flag. Go, you're going with a snowman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with a blonde and afro. And we could share uh, sunblock. Just about his wife. Sunblock, yeah, yeah. You guys both need it. Yeah. Both need some sunblock. We each other up. And, 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 and that is a big part of Lollapalooza. It rained today, but for the most part, there's no shade out there. It's a long day in the sun. Yeah. Dude, you know nothing about sunscreen, so let's go to you next. It's true. Um, He's Indian. Yeah, because I'm brown. Right, wait, can you pronounce uh, your last name for me real quick? That would be Janardin. So that's here's, here's what you do. You just say garden. You put an N on. I thought it was like Hanan. It's not Ryan Nasib. Ryan Nasib. Yeah. All right. The person I'm taking. Um, yep. I'm going with the same person. I was going to change my mind, but now I'm going with Anthony. Booby. Oh, come on. And here's, and here's what? Because, okay, you guys say that, you know, when, you know, when you're our age, you know, like, going to Lollapalooza, seeing all these, you know, like, young girls in tank tops and all that. So I'm a little older than you guys. So I definitely went through that period where like, oh, this is just ridiculous. Now I'm getting to be in that dirty old man age where I'm like, damn, I'm going to go see some nasty girls. And, sorry, I'm sorry to my wife. I'm sorry to my child. Um... Uh, no, so I'm going to go with Anthony Booby Dixon. Cause I don't think Rekka's listening to one yeah. Bills and Beers <laughs> in the past six years. So. <laughs> um, but when, when he's like across the, you know, across the crowd and I'm trying to get attention, I'm just going to scream Booby and someone might flash me. So, oh, 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 I see. So, all right. I like that, yeah. actually. That's an awesome strategy. Booby is going in all Sean Jones. So for all future Bills and Beers episodes, there should be a drinking game of how many times Sujit says booby. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm we actually, would be for, the, for the sixth season of Bills and Beers, I'm going to place a moratorium on Eric Wood answers and on Dicks and booby answers you for you. You can't take booby away. For the I wild card, I mean, I mean, that's like me saying Kyle Williams, which, by the way, was, would be my choice. Yeah, but, like... <laughs> Boobie's brand new to the season. All right. I mean, You've already used him twice. Too. I know. Well, I'll probably All right, Bill, going over to you. you you're, you're a Lollapalooza veteran. You've probably been more often than anybody else here. So, so. It's, an easy, it's an easy answer for me, man, and that's uh, the – it's – it's Jesus. Who else would you rather be with than Jesus was a carpenter yeah, and like carpenter? Our, I, I kind of want to party with that guy. Our unbelievable... Yeah, man, because... He looks like he puts down like 13 you know Miller Lights tonight. So he's, no, he's, he's chill. Yes. He's got that little oh, yeah. You know he's got the sandals already. Like yeah, he's definitely got the Tevas. He's he's the guy. He's the kind of guy who just you know all day all day long. Like he's been there. You know what I mean? And he's just he's ready just to like take in whatever comes his way. He's gonna have a good time. Fit in well with like any crowd that like you want to go with. 
uh, and the fact that you're fucking hanging out with Jesus all day long. Yeah, that's I mean. true. <laughs> I was actually, so he was going to be my choice before I came up with Booby. Booby. Um, and the reason why is because he kind of looks like he might be dirty too. Yeah, he does. He yeah. looks like yeah. rock. Yeah. 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 That's like 13 mil lights a day. He's, he's yeah. the guy that could be, um, like, he's his know, first mil light on 7 a.m. and the thing I like about that Jalapalooza girl. You're sitting down in some like random show or whatever, and then all of a sudden. And he knows the drummer. Yeah, and he knows the drummer or. Or like whatever you're just like hey man you want a beer and then he opens up like hell it's you know, like four he opens up like out of his pocket like this it's like 12 inch long like joint or split or something you're <laughs> yeah. like alright cool alright I knew I brought you along for a reason <laughs> so I'm going with a guy who we need to start talking about in our podcast more frequently anyways because he's um, steadily becoming one of the favorites in Bill's Nation he's an, he's another one of the Williamses. Uh, and I we talked we talked about him a lot last year, but I'm talking about Aaron Williams. Okay, uh, I he's love. Old, he's old country though. That's why I'm picking him. That's why I'm picking him because yeah. he's a crossover. So two of the headliners this year at Lollapalooza were Eminem and Outkast. So I'm not saying I'm not making any presumptions. I'm not making any presumptions about Aaron Williams' taste in music based on his race alone. But I'm I'm willing to bet that even though he's country, he knows a thing or two about the rap game. Because he's an African American, so I'm um, I'm I'm thinking that he's like he's he's. Please he, send all mail to. Him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no 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 no! I do not work for a public official. Um, I have a feeling he could like show me all the bands at Lollapalooza that are like under the radar, and because he's got that crossover appeal, that he can find like the ones that like yeah, I kind of like white music and I like hip hop, so yeah, I bet you could show me some things I would really like, and he would be able to show me some of those under the radar bands who are going to be the headliners at Lollapalooza like three or four years from now. He can also clearly show you how to dance. Yes, as his video on NFL.com very much indicated. Maybe that's why, because he's got that crossover appeal. Maybe that's why he's so good at crossing over from cornerback to safety. Oh, wow. he's no, the Wayne of the Buffalo Bills. So then, does that mean what is cornerback? Rap music and safety is country, or definitely. which one? No, yeah? it's definitely that. Okay. It definitely works that way. When was the last? I mean, who was was it? Uh, it wasn't straight, not straight hands. Uh, Seahorn, right? Jason yeah. Seahorn was the last white cornerback in the NFL. Oh, for the Giants know, back in the, when they won the Super Bowl in like 2000, 2001. Didn't we have a really good white cornerback? No, we did not. No, no, no we did not. Well, this has been another <laughs> exhilarating <laughs> episode of Buffalo Bills and Beers. Uh, find us at billsandbeers.com. Tweet us. Uh, if, if you're listening to this, it means you're probably part of our engaged audience. You may also be hearing this because you are now in touch with us via the party we're helping to throw at Lincoln Station on Saturday before the Chicago Bears game. The Bears are coming to, or excuse me, the Bills are coming here to Chicago uh, week one. We're having a big party. Almost 100 people have RSVP'd, so if you're listening to this, you're going to be in Chicago and you want to come, let us know right away because the bar is filling up fast. It is running out. Yep. And it's $30 all you can drink, uh, domestics, wine, um, well liquor, and then wings, quesadillas, uh, Labatt Blue, obviously. Yeah, Labatt Blue's included in that. So a lot, you can get a lot for 30 bucks. So come out and join us. We're going to have a great time. We'll be here talking to you before that game, uh, before the week one showdown with the Chicago Bears for a little preview. But until then, it's been a great offseason. I've never been more optimistic about the Buffalo Bills than I am right now. 2014 is going to be a fun year. It's the year of Bill Belcher. Go Bills. Make me wanna Shout.